Southern University. What's up with y'all? Alabama State. I'm back. Damn you. Clark Atlanta. I shake your money maker. Don't let that money maker. I shake that money maker. Don't let that money make it. Oh, shake your money maker. Don't let that money make it. I shake that money maker. Don't let that money make it, baby. Yeah, I shake that money maker. Don't let that money make it. You know I can't get Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, B. Diddy, aka Kyrie Curving, aka Diddy Hendrix, aka Diddy Escobar, aka Diddy Quarantino, aka Diddy the Irritable, aka the one true king of the South. A.K.A. Flirt Levitsky, A.K.A. Stephen A. Smith, A.K.A. I don't drink tap water in Cincinnati because apparently it makes you cheat. And on the hotline, as always, with the loud-ass fan in the background, is my co-host. Boy, fuck you. That's my air conditioner, and it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Tough. I live on the second floor. It's hot. But anyway, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, A.K.A. your favorite little shit talker. AKA that braided up that braided up badass. AKA your poetic justice. AKA your problematic princess. AKA the headmistress of headassery. AKA the sultan of situationships. And last but very not least, that little baby who has on her listening ears. How are you, Calvin? Whew. It's been, you know, one of a, it's been a week and it's only Wednesday type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but honestly, I feel that in this week has flown by. Like I looked up and it's fucking Tuesday. I'll put it like this: this week is a very, it's a very similar to kind of the last five months, right? Where like okay. it feels slow as hell. Like the days are super slow, and you're just like, what the fuck? And you're just, and you're being constantly inundated with all all types of bullshit and fuckery. But then you're like, how the fuck are we in August at the same time? So it's like, right. yeah, so yeah, it's kind of like life moves fast when you're miserable. <laughs> life moves very fast when you ain't got like, Listen, Jesus Christ. When you're in the middle also, of a depressive episode, time, time, does time not, the limit does not exist. Yeah. And it's also like, summer ain't fun when you can't do shit. You feel me? It's just now just unnecessarily hot. Like at, at least at one point in my my back, I had friends. You know what I'm saying? At least in previous summers, it would be hot, but we would be doing shit like drinking or day partying or going to. Oh no, they still drinking the and they still day partying. Oh, so I'm not. I'm I am the one that is out here. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. So. So you want to jump listeners. right into it, friend? Let's just let's jump into it. Hi, listeners. Um, we took a week off because niggas is tired. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> to be quite it might honest. be next week too because niggas is tired. Niggas is tired, but also, um, I've been experiencing something called a uh, pandemic FOMO. Do you know what that what means? What the friend? fuck is that, Calvin? So pandemic FOMO, and this is a clearly a new term, right? Is when you are for the most part, do, going by CDC regulations. So that means you are social distancing. You're really staying inside your house for the most part. You're only really making essential trips and or hanging out with your core group of people. And, right. then, you, and then you look on your IG stories and you see niggas kicking it. Like, kicking it like 
nothing's wrong. Like pre-pandemic levels of kicking it. I saw niggas. I saw niggas in two different cities in Pat Bay parties on Sunday. And oh so God. That, and so then you look at it and you and you're you're kind of you know you're we're social people, so you're a little miserable because you you're tired of seeing the same six seven niggas. And, and depending on who your six seven niggas are, you haven't even seen them in a while because. They boot up, they cuffed up, or you know what I'm saying, y'all schedules aren't inclined, or they just took a trip, so they got a quarantine, or whatever the case may be. And you know, you're 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 already feeling you know some type of way because you you can't do the normal shit that would snap right. you out of whatever funk that you may be in. And then you look online, you see like everyone else just not doing that. So it makes you think like, am I tripping? Like, am I am I bugging? Like. You know, it's, 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 it's almost like being gaslighted. You feel me? Because it's like, damn, like, am I the only one still taking this shit serious, my nigga? Like, have, has, has, has COVID, like, stopped and niggas just ain't tell me? Like, that, that sort of thing. So that's what is called pandemic FOMO. It's like, fam. And so for me, it, it hits because my mom lives 45 minutes away from me, right? Mm-hmm. I can count on one hand the amount of times I've seen that woman since March, right? Mm-hmm. She lives 45 minutes away from me. So it's not like I got to fly in to go see her or I even got to take a lot of time out my day. I can literally drop up 75, be there in less than an hour. Right. Have, I've seen her less than five times because I want to keep her safe. We've discussed, like, I wouldn't know how to take it if I was the reason my mom got sick. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, right. The self-loathing and like the just beating yourself up would go to extreme levels if I was a reason she got sick. So I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do it. Then to then turn around and see the same niggas who are out here raw dog in the air and sharing hookahs and like in the club, not even in the club, but just in a pack club with no mask on, like just not giving a fuck. Going to see their grandma the next day is fucking with me. You feel me? Because it's just like, how have a it's one thing, can, right? Can you be about other people's stuff? At this point, you know what? If you feel like you're young and low risk and like you, you, you just want to risk it all, I don't advise it. But I mean, if you, whatever, do what you got to do. It's, it's kind of like a 50 50 split on whether or not you're going to be asymptomatic if you get it. You know, whatever, do what you do. Right. But for the, for the high risk and immune compromised people in your life, they don't get to make that same decision. You feel me? Right. And there's been plenty of stories of like people who have been doing everything they can, still catching it, still getting fucked up by it because they either someone saw them who was a carrier who didn't know, or you know, they, they were in a common space. You know what I'm saying? Just like crazy shit. So that's what's fucking with me. Like you, you, the selfishness isn't just you, it's like giving it to the people who ain't asked for this shit. And I think that's what the difference is with this pandemic. Because usually it's like, if you do some reckless shit and you get fucked up, you only impact you for the most part. Right. But you, do, you doing some re- reckless shit, you end up fine, but your mother, your cousin, your grandmother is like, you know, is breathing on a ventilator. It's fucking. So I've been dealing with that a lot the past two weeks. Of just seeing, right. just, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to remind myself that I'm not crazy for continuing to take this virus seriously. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm going days without human interaction besides niggas who are taking my food order. <laughs> and then I turn around and I just see niggas 
with no cares in the world. And I'm just like, what is the point of me doing this? If you, if, you know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm at. And, right. I'm trying to, and I'm trying to remain stringent because I care about other people. You know what I'm saying? For example, Beloved hang with me almost every week. I can't unwillingly make her carry if she go visit her parents. Like, that's right. fucked up. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, or anybody else I see, they go see, you know what I'm saying, somebody else who may be, you know, immunocompromised and they get fucked up. Like, that's what I'm thinking on. But it's just, it's frustrating. You know what it feels like? Did you ever have silent lunches as a kid? I absolutely did. And it felt, and there was always that one fucking kid who could not shut the fuck up that had us on silent lunch literally weekly. Like, and that's what this feels like. It's like, fam, like, it's like, fam, if everybody just shut the fuck up, we can get recess. And it's just like this one nigga keep talking. And everybody just look at him like, nigga, what the fuck? To the point where you almost want to fight that nigga after school. Like, hey, bro, you got to come see me, bro. Like, you, you out here fucking up my recess. You out here fucking up my silent lunch. Like, what the fuck? You come see me, except instead of that one nigga, it's like a third of the population. <laughs> That's what I feel like. It feels like a group project where I'm out here trying to study and do research, and other niggas just not doing it. And we all about to fail. Right. I just, I think for me, the FOMO comes in at is like, because like I said, brunch is back this Sunday, by the way. So if you're, re- if you're hearing this episode drops on Fridays, right? So. Mm-hmm. By Sunday, you'll hear this, and you'll be like, oh, shit, brunch is back. The moment that that flyer drops, that brunch is back, and I post it, I'm going to be instantly irritated. Because my inbox does numbers on, say, a treehouse night, which is wild, that you want pool at the door to get into a nightclub during a pandemic. That's outside. That's outside. That's outside. And the bar, my bar is outside. So does it make me feel a little safer? Yeah, a little bit. However, a bitch is still weary. Okay. The second part of this is that brunch, like I said, brunch is back. And as somebody who has to serve right now, like I got to go get this back. And there's way I make way too much motherfucking money at brunch to not go get, to not be in the building making my money. Now I got way too much going on. I need that. Even if I didn't, I need that. So, you know, I'm being there shaking ass and slinging brunch, but I'm scared as fuck. And that was my fear because they were thinking about bringing back brunch a couple months ago. And I'm glad that they waited because it, it, was, it, it was a lot more unsafe then than it is now. Actually, no, it's pretty comparable, which says a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, but we haven't made a lot of progress here. Like, you know we mean? have not made a lot of progress. So, I'll, put it like, I'll put it like this. Like, and just so for, for niggas hold on one second, friend. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. Hold on one second, friend. So... For me, it's, okay, Alex, you need to go make a bag. But I also have a soon-to-be 11-year-old. I, have, I share a household now with a 4-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Other adults live here. And I think about the back and forth that kiddo has with his father and has with my mom and dad. And his father also takes care of his mother, who lives on a breathing machine. So as much as I'm like, go get this bag, parts of me are petrified. Because, yeah, because y'all like, can't be around me for a couple of days. It's, 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 it's one of those things where, you know what I'm saying, with a disease like this, it's, that is so um, easily passed on from one person to another, so communicable, where it, it, it becomes a domino effect in real life. Because it's like you, and especially because you, don't, you won't know that you have it at first. Like it has an, inc- an incubation period before you even feel symptoms of like up to two weeks. 
which is wild. But you can still right. have it on so, in those two weeks. So, like, for two, for up to two weeks, you could have it and not know it, not feel shit, not even think you have it. Still think you good, living your life, and then be, and then pass it to other people. And before, and it's not necessarily your fault as far as unwittingly passing it because you don't know. You know what I'm saying? We talked we talk about risky behaviors and things of that nature and like unnecessary risk. But you don't know that you have it for up to two weeks. So you, so you unwittingly pass it for two weeks. And then you may feel symptoms and you're like, damn, fuck, I got it. Or you may get tested on a Tuesday you know, depending on how you get tested, where you get tested, and and the the way you get tested, it could take up to two to three days for you to get that test back. You know what I'm saying? So unless you right. feel sick, even if you're being you know proactive and getting tested, you can get tested on a Tuesday, un you know unknowingly pass it on a Wednesday and Thursday, and then you get the results back Friday. Like, oh yeah, I actually got the shit. I need to quarantine for two weeks. But you you know what I'm saying? So it's like so that's why it's like an abundance of caution that needs to be had. And we talk about the death factor. Like we've passed over 150,000 deaths in the United States from from coronavirus. To put it in to put it in um like layman's terms, Paul Brown Stadium where the Bengals play holds about 70,000 people. So that would be like if Paul Brown Stadium was packed to the gills and everybody in that bitch died. And then you and then you double it you, you you see what i'm saying like like three thousand people died at 9 11 we have 9 11 like mm-hmm. every other day at this point as far as american deaths are concerned and again we're not a super political podcast so we're not really going to touch on how the fuck we got here because that's we've, we've done that plenty of times and that's an entire podcast in of itself if you want to be depressed you can read about it and just read all the ways that niggas have fumbled the ball to get to this point to where, and we'll touch on like how it's affected even sports a little bit later. But you know what I'm saying? But now we're here and it's like, I get it. Niggas are tired of being in the house. Niggas, are, you know what I'm saying? And, and being in the house mm-hmm. was, and it was supposed to buy time for people to figure out how to combat the virus. And they clearly haven't. So now we're just ass out. You feel me? And I, well, who, I'm, who I'm really afraid for is like, and what's really a scam is like the college students. You feel me? So like, my first, my alma mater, they have they're moving in this weekend into the dorm. So like all the freshmen and all the sophomores, you know what I'm saying, for the most part are moving into the dorms that, to take online classes. <laughs> do you see? Do you see the wildness in that? In that, you still are charging me mm-hmm. room and board to take online classes. That feels like a scam to me. You feel me? Yeah, uh, but also, for sure. But also, we know college students aren't responsible at all. You got grown ass adults with whole ass pensions, kids, and mortgages out here packing day parties. You telling me niggas ain't gonna try to throw a Corona house Corona house party the first weekend they touch back down? Come on now. Oh, like, for sure. You feel me? College students are stupid, but and and don't give I, a flying fuck. Oh, we didn't. Absolutely, we absolutely did. Fam, it, it'll be here's here's how old I am, right? I'm old. This, like, it'll be ten years, like this weekend, since I moved in as a college freshman, right? 
And I'm just the more I get past undergrad, the more I realize that undergrad was really like a social experiment. And it's a wild. Like you are putting horny ass 18 to 21 year olds the first time ever without major parental supervision and tell them, look, bro, it's up to you. Figure it out. And just saying, fuck it. And just and then living with whatever the results. By, and also making these niggas like set their own alarms and pick their own classes and go to class on time. Like shit's wild. I agree with you, Kyle. Like, I don't know. I Like I said, I think we talk about this every episode. But at this point, I am over the pandemic. But, like, The pandemic it's not ain't over even... us. That's the problem. We right. are over the but pandemic. The here... pandemic ain't over us. Go ahead. You're not wrong. But for me, it's like, all right, bitch. When I think about all the effects, including actually having the fucking virus. And that was the other part I never touched on. Was that, okay, now that we're a couple of weeks out for me, like, getting sick and, well, not even sick because I was asymptomatic, but quarantining, diagnosis, quarantine, all of that. I talk about, like, although I was asymptomatic, the one thing that I have noticed is that my memory is shit. I had a bad memory before. It's shit now. I, don't, I can't remember shit. If I don't write it down, if it's not, like, ingrained somewhere, if it's not something that was a prior responsibility or on my list of things to do before, I do not have, like, no. Short-term memory, I not a lot of it. Like, that's why at this point, if we, like, say me and you have a conference call or phone call or something, you need to text me so that I remember what we just talked about. It's like there are moments where it's bad, bad. And the other part is that I will fall asleep anywhere. It don't matter. If I have five minutes and I'm any ounce of, like, Tired, I'm asleep. My fatigue is terrible. Yeah, and I think that's another thing. And, like, we ain't got to drag it on too long. But, like, even for people who are asymptomatic or who have, like, who aren't, like, dying, there are very, you know, side effects and, like, long-term effects are real. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about people, like, it, it fucks up your lung capacity. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in Black people and Black men, you know, specifically, it'll fuck niggas up like it it, because what it does because i talked to my doctor about it i was like yo i was basically like yo what the fuck because my doctor's a black woman she she understood what i meant she was Mm -hmm. like so basically it like it it, it sticks your body on itself you feel me and like it it, it constricts all the passageways and airways of everything so that's why you see some niggas are getting strokes because it will it'll fuck up like the airways for you to your to your brain like if you got high blood pressure, it'll be the, that's the first thing. That's why niggas some some niggas have a heart attacks because it, it's like it's constricting your pathways and your airways, and you know what I'm saying your vessels. So like blood ain't getting to where it need to go as quickly as it should. All types of shit. So it's like family. Like, this shit ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? It's not no joke at all. And especially you know the last month or so when it's really been leaning towards younger people getting the shit. And like when you got like otherwise fully healthy thirty year olds. I ain't from the shit. Like, I can't take this shit as a joke. No matter how much ticket I see you niggas do, every, every day I'm reminded of, of, of a story that makes me realize this is why I'm staying my ass in the house. You feel me? Like, niggas were dealing with symptoms right. for six months. You know what I mean? On and off type shit. Like, niggas who are dropping dead at 30 who are fucking athletes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's, like I, can't play, I can't play with this shit. I can't. I don't know. It was the scariest thing for my mom was that she was like, I thank God you're asymptomatic. 
but it never, it's not lost on my mom that I, I didn't have to be. And it's not lost on me. And I think what's crazy is that in my head, I would, in my head, because of the peace that I have with death anyway, dying is not the scary part. The scary part is the shit that I leave behind for my family to pick up. And that's never, that's not going to sit well with me. They don't have time, you know what I'm saying? In two weeks' time, if this would have taken a different kind of turn for me, you know, my, we would be talking about Alex's last episode. We would be talking about Alex's last moment. And I don't want that. I don't want my last moments of my family, of me with my family, them worrying about me every day. Or not even that. Like, it's because, especially, you know, with the social distancing, like, I know people. They can't even come hug me. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I know people who had to say their last words to their family over Zoom calls. My nigga, like, you feel me? So it's like, it's, this shit ain't a game. It's just not, so it's not sweet. And like, and like, I understand everybody wants to get back to like living their life. I too would like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, the first day party that is officially safe to go out, nigga, I'm black and fuck out. And I don't give a fuck. Oh, black out drunk. I don't care at that point. Embarrassed. I will be fully embarrassed the next day. But I need y'all to understand how fucked up I'm going to be. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's not a game, and I'm just, I hope. And at this point, it, it's talking to a brick wall, because so, niggas have clearly made their decision. You feel me? On like, on whether or not they gonna, you know what I'm saying? How they gonna move with it. I just hope that it works out, and I hope that it never affects anyone who's listening, or anyone who's listening's family, who's close to them, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit right. ain't a game. I pray it covers you and yours. Like, I pray, I pray the hand of God covers you and yours because it definitely covered me and I'm, I am grateful for sure. Calvin, mm-hmm. it has taken every ounce of maturity not to include WAP in my petty alias, alias aliases this week. A petty wop? I was almost a petty wop. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was almost a wise ass pussy. Because it got some grave in it? A whip. Man, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting old. Listen, this isn't pussy. Okay, this is coochie I got sitting at the meeting of my thighs, okay? This is experience. Listen, this listen. is like a been around some, the block. Coochie got wisdom, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Coochie, like, coochie will like improve your life. Pussy will fuck it up. Coochie yeah, will coochie. improve it. You know, pussy is early 20s, Allie. If you fucked me before I was, let's say, 27, you got pussy at him. There's probably some developing you know what i'm saying we were in our ferment we were fermenting for coochie because that's where we are right now this is coochie and i am proud that this pussy evolved it was a it was a caterpillar that turned into a butterfly we are at coochie <laughs> all right and i still give out pussy from time to time don't get me wrong a couple of you niggas that got some pussy out of me about big age but right now for the man i'm in love with you gonna get some coochie and I can't wait to give it to you. Um, listen, okay. So, because I have jokes and I have real shit. So, we just going to start. So, let's get them all out. We're going to start with whatever. So, um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion um, broke the internet on this past Friday. So, they were hyping it. You know what I'm saying? They released the cover, the vinyls, all this shit for their song, WAP. And niggas was trying to figure out what WAP meant. They told you what WAP meant. WAP, according to Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, means wet ass pussy. 
and they released a video at the same time they dropped a song, excuse me, and like broke the internet. You feel me? Like Cardi B was out with with the titties out. You know what I'm saying? Meg had the yams out. Um, I think the only thing that people didn't like about the video was it had Kylie Jenner in it. So clearly the video was shot before Meg was shot. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Like clearly that was terrible. No, but I, terrible I really, verbiage. I yeah, it was terrible verbiage. But I really didn't mean it any sort of way. Like clearly the video was shot <laughs> before the incident happened. Yeah, I'm with Meg. With the Meg. video was shot right before Meg was. <laughs> See, you about to get Calvin, you, you're trying to get me canceled, and I didn't, I did not mean it in that way. <laughs> Supposed to be on my side here, damn it. <laughs> Anyways, you know what, my bad guys. Anyway, <laughs> with that, I couldn't let that opportunity God, pass itself so up. Damn, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Because anyway, because because and when I tell y'all, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Since you're the WAP connoisseur, go ahead, friend. The WAP connoisseur. I too am an owner of a WAP, but um, my homegirls are no, are owners of WAPs. Also. My mama has a wife, and I'm gonna tell you. Why. I'm not speaking on what what your mama has between her thighs. I refuse. I fucking refuse. A lot of y'all mamas got wife. Listen, let me tell y'all. My mama has three baby daddies. None of her kids have her last name, and she ain't never had child. None of them niggas have ever needed child support in order to take care of us. Okay, she got some wife, and that shit was passed down from generation to generation. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. And like, as someone. Y'all grandmamas got wild. That's why I had to. A lot of y'all. That's why they had to plastic A lot of y'all grandfathers got beat the fuck up. Yes. Plastic A lot of y'all grandfathers used to get beat. Beat. Y'all grandfathers used to get beat up. And you want to know why granddaddy wasn't leaving? A, he couldn't afford to because he got two homes to support. And B, grandmama has a wild. Let me know when you're done. Let me know when I'm done. Let me know when you are finished. All right. So a couple things, right? So, I'm done. So I'll get. Well, I'll release the facts and then we'll go back to the joke. Okay. <laughs> so okay. you know, video song, and so the song clearly is vulgar as hell. Like, okay, vulgar, just straightforward. Like, I think Meg Stein said at one point, like, Yana, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs and leash leashes. I'm with all that freak yep. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then there's a lot of women who talk a good nasty game, but don't back it up. And I don't believe them for real. I believe every word that comes out of Cardi's mouth, even if she didn't write it herself. I believe every word that comes out of Cardi B's mouth when it comes to how she gonna fuck Offset. I believe every word. Like, and like, I'm not gonna lie. I believe it. I believe every word. I be- some, there are some women. There are some women I feel like was screaming about having WAP, and I see. I've also fucked their boyfriends. This. <laughs> and see, and, and that's my point. And so I'm glad you said it. you threw up the lie. Watch me alley oop this bitch. So I saw a lot of cap in the WAP on, the on app. that app. <laughs> and you know what? Because it's like, fam. Some of y'all, y'all are are we sure? And you know what? Here's the thing: even bad pussy is good because even at its worst, pussy is still good. 
So even if I tell you you have bad pussy, that just means you got good pussy because pussy cannot be anything but good to a nigga. Does that make sense? I agree. You feel me? Like it's a listen. Some of y'all gotta spit start the pussy, and that's okay. Listen, gotta rev that bitch up like a that's, like a two okay. like, like a four wheeler. You feel me? Like sometimes you gotta run it across the carpet a couple times to get it going. You, you, it's okay. you, you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? You turn the king go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's okay. Some of y'all, you know some of y'all got every the now and again. Some of y'all got the pussy engine of like a '95 Honda Civic, and it's okay. But you know what? Hondas don't die, Calvin. Hondas are made to be driven past three hundred thousand. Hondas don't die, okay. just like pussy don't die. But Hondas may take a while to start up, just like pussy. Well, you, you listen. What you want? So what I'm you saying, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to just. You, sometimes, Calvin, what's next? <laughs> So going for all right, so so let's so let's get back over tracks here because we just went fully left. Sometimes you got to read the owner manual when it comes to the, when it comes to the car. Some some of you niggas ain't reading the owner manual. Like no, you got to turn the car by this way. You got you got to turn it. You got to jiggle the wheel a little bit, and then you got to hit it one time, and then it'll come off. Um. <laughs> anyways, so I'm weak. So the video and the song came out. Um. You know, people started a petition to remove Kylie Jenner from the Watt video that has over 70,000 signatures. Oh, my God. Last time I checked on Twitter, which you niggas who have enough time to make a petition, more power to you. But I don't give a fuck that much. And I understand that, you know what I'm saying, the Kardashians are vultures, but you know, I don't give a fuck that much. And plus, people don't understand that Kylie and, and, and the Kardashian-Jenner clique Hate them or love them, they bring views. Like, uh, Kylie and Kim both have over 160 million followers on Instagram. Nigga, like, there's, if if their follower account was a country, it would be like the fifth biggest country in the world. You feel me? And so, I agree. So, when you add one of them, like, it gets the song trending. And also, what people don't understand, and this is a real, this is actually a serious point, is, even if you hate them, you tweeting about Kylie and getting your jokes off and getting your hate tweets off. That was my point. Only makes her trend more. Like, you, you realize that Kylie had point. a 15 second cameo at most. And she was the number one trending topic on a video that starred two of the hottest female rap acts right now. That's why they so put her in the video. That was my point. That was my point. So hear me out. Literally, had y'all ignored the girl with the many faces, she would have never trended. <laughs> if y'all would have just ignored her. <laughs> you said she, you said she, she, she already started. <laughs> had y'all just ignored her? Literally ignored her. And I think that's the thing. Y'all hate tweets are still tweets. It still Y'all, helps the metrics. It still helps the metrics, and I honestly, like someone who has, but you know what? has a marketing Whenever degree, I went to, like as someone who has a marketing degree, go, like they have the impressions. They don't. They don't. It doesn't show. Oh, these are negative tweets or joking tweets. They just show like, fam, you got like seventeen million people talking about you right now. It don't show the difference. That's what they mean when they say all press is good press. Is because if your entire marketing scheme and your entire brand is on, I can get niggas talking about me for doing whatever. 
that's the reason why. I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm not sorry, but I apologize. No, you're fine, Continue. friend. No, 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 no. I just honestly, because I agree with you. I just, I really just feel like it makes it, because I almost tweeted like, y'all know y'all can't just ignore her, right? And then I realized at my big age, meaning that the people that I follow are also of my same big age, y'all know how social, and especially because we're the generation who created social media to an extent. Nigga, y'all know how this shit works. Ignore her. In, literally ignore her. The, I never, ever, 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 ever personally tweet about the Kardashians. Have I retweeted some stuff? Absolutely. But personally, out of my own account, no. Listen, because the only any person... press is good press. Attention is attention. But... You think they give a fuck well it's positive or negative? No. no. At the end of the day, that, that check still got cash. The only person I care about when it comes to the Kardashians is Preston Thompson because he is a legend. And he keeps blatantly in public on purpose Cheating on Chloe, and she keeps blatantly in public on purpose taking this nigga back. And at this point, I don't know whether to feel sorry for him or feel proud because I feel like he wants out, and he's just trying to do as much flagrant shit as he can to like get her to leave him the fuck alone. And she's just like, nah. <laughs> like I don't know how to feel about that. But Tristan Thompson is a goddamn legend, and he will and. He is Canadian Them and Jamaican, going. so he's not American black. So he he's not under the black men don't cheat tag because he's Canadian. So it's like a, it's like a province that like we're still working on reclaiming. You feel me? But he, he I, you know, what I'm saying when the disrespect is that we are back. Sorry. You know, we missed the fucking studio, technical. guys. We really, 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 Sam, really, really, listen. really, really missed the studio. If you want to donate eighty dollars to either one of our, either one of our cash apps, so we'll put it in the bios, and we'll you know what I'm saying you know our cash apps if you know us, so we can just go ahead and get the studio Please. time. Probably y'all should by now. Listen, y'all should have our cash app, and if you don't, just DM me personally. I'll send you mine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, so, so, so I can't get the love. I mean, you listen, can, you okay. listen, Calvin. They love you. That goes without saying, but. That's not the point. We're talking about wet ass. That's not the point. We talk. That's that's the point. All right. So fair, fair enough. Um, with your vulgar. We're talking about wet Um, ass gorilla grip coochies today. (laughs) I love pussy talk. English, Spanish, and French. Listen, hen. We also had a conversation about how the city girls should honestly replace the United Nations. No. Okay. We have not because because then pussy talks. I, that I, I stand a bilingual, money fluent pussy. I stand a coochie that is cultured and well traveled. Okay, the city girls clearly have the formula to world peace. Vagina, vagina is the key to world peace. Actually, vagina is such an ugly word. Vagina. That's why I said vaginas like that are so because, like because even. Clinical, like I don't. Because here's, I, the, here's no, the thing: I've, everybody, we we discuss. Everybody don't got coochie. No, everybody does you know not what I'm saying? have coochie. And and we discuss that. You know, what I'm saying the, the type of pussy that you get depend on the nigga. And some of these niggas out here get vagina. You feel me? Just like bare minimum, low effort. You know, what I'm saying the basic cable you package. Know what? Vagina. The women who are out here giving up 
we got to one day, and not today because too long of a subject. One day we really are going to talk about women being incels as well, but not today. Listen, listen. I have a whole rant on how women don't take accountability for anything sexually and why sex is bad. But that's a different story for a different day. Because y'all um, are we talk, fucking, we talking listen, about, if it's dry, sis, just say that. We are talking about wet ass pussy. And so what? So here's the issue. I hate when Twitter does this. Mm-hmm. And I think me, where we will take a, a small subset of niggas with a wrong ass opinion. And blow it up. And extrapolate and extrapolate until it's the only trending topic. I don't know. It is it is so on brand for 2020 that a song featuring two of the hottest out, a badass Af- Afro-Latina and black woman talking about fucking is a controversial topic. It's okay for you to say two black women talking about fucking. It's absolutely okay for you to say that. Listen, because because people because people people are on the fence if Cardi's black or not. So I just I don't want to smoke. Um, Cardi is fucking black. You know, Can we please stop. That? You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to smoke, but you know what I'm saying. So we you got two black women out here talking about fucking and all the shit they want to do to to a certain dick, and you nigga and and you echo chamber the small subsection of niggas who are somehow against that and then make it seem like all of us are against that. I am on record for saying <coughs> that hoes make the world go round. Listen, I almost pinned that tweet to my profile and then I realized that I'm a changed woman and I really, really, really can't post <laughs> You are delivered. I am delivered. You are delivered. And I really can't post shit about being a hoe anymore. So... You know what I'm saying? But, but like, hoes make the world go round. Hear and, me out. Go ahead. And I've said this, and me and you have actually talked about this on WAC. If more men married women that they actually like and not the woman who actually looks good on paper instead of the woman who looks good on paper, there will be a lot more sex workers with rings on their fingers. Because you don't... Men like hoes. Y'all like hoes. You like hoes. You like girls who like girls who like good times. Y'all like hoes. Like I... No, I, I, how about this? Men... Men, a man's type is whatever woman's willing to fuck. Exactly. So that whole so, idea that men marry who they want, marry women marry who they can idea notion is bullshit to me because men don't even marry women they like. Now, I don't want to stray too far from your actual topic, so I'm just going to let you have that, even though we could talk about that, again, on a different episode because it's, it's a different level of pressure. But, you know what I'm saying? So you take the small subsect of niggas who are prudes, incels, whatever the case may be. And we got think pieces on wet-ass pussy. We got niggas arguing back and forth about wet-ass pussy. You know, and we, you know what I'm saying? We got, got niggas who have no business talking about wet-ass pussy talking about wet-ass pussy. There were too many and, you niggas with and, sexual assault allegations talking about wet-ass pussies for me. But different topic, different day. And so what I want, and what I want to say is, I, hey... I feel like the strong majority of niggas was trying to not horny, horny tweet for, you know, the, the video. You feel me? Like, niggas was on their horny shit when that video dropped Friday night. I was I on my it. horny shit I when s- that video dropped Friday I night. I synced it. I synced it on the timeline. And so I just, I, I, I wish we stopped focusing on the negative and start focusing on the positive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of giving energy to, to the niggas who, you know, or, or to Kylie Jenner, or to the niggas who don't like it, but give your energy to Meg and Cardi, people who made that song, and give your energy to people who fuck with it, who fuck with what you fuck with. 
know what I'm saying? There's a lot. And also, I think what we realize is a lot of people hate the horny tweets when it's not them getting the horny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, like like you, you got Eric Woman on the timeline talking about like how you know how she just want to ride a nigga face and suck a dick and get fucked, and then that person's in t- that nigga's phone is still dry. Yeah, he gonna be a little upset. It's like, damn, all y'all niggas trying to fuck all y'all woman trying to fuck someone. My phone not hotline blinging. It's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what but, I'm saying? But that's and that's the thing. And you that's know something he got to take. That's something he got to take. What's and up? And not only and not only you know what. Not that I just came to this realization. Let me now not let me not sound dense, but the reaction to W like WAP made a lot of sense to me because it made sense to me now that I see it in action. Like in in action, you niggas like sexually like sexual women they can control. They don't like sexually liberated women, and this is when I tell you, Calvin, and you argue with me all the time about how. I, I say this to you, and you literally cringe. But men like pussy; they don't like women because you don't see it holistically. You don't see it as freedom or women's liberation, or like. And this is why even women who were negatively had negative feedback and reactions to which is which is wild the wildest me, part about this. All of this is this. It's literally it, all of that reaction was internalized misogyny. And lack of power and control over two women who have no problems putting pussy on you and leaving. And the women followers who are right behind that, who have been pioneers of women's liberation and movement. And what's even more odd to me is when we start talking about sexual liberation and freedom, there is a queerness. It it takes its roots in queerness. So it's odd to me when niggas are, and when you turn around and think about it, Misogyny bites y'all in the ass. As much as there, I make rules. I mean, make jokes about patriarchy because I'm gonna continue to do that. It's still going to bite you in the ass every fucking time because you're so steeped in your own misogyny. You didn't even realize that the bitches were sitting there talking about putting wet ass pussy on you niggas. They were talking about fucking There's a there's a clear difference here. I, I, listen, I'm gonna break it down for you. I'm gonna listen. Then you gonna break it down. You feel me? I'm a, I'm a set the, I'm a set the record straight. Mm-hmm. The people who were mad about what the WAP song, the WAP video, aren't the people that are getting the WAP put on. Them. Period. They are mad. So you see what I'm saying? So it's like we talk, we talk about incels and all that shit, and it, it's a real thing. You know, that's part of the reason I ain't fuck with Doja Cat because she was in racial chat showing feet. Incest. Oh, I'm gonna touch on you know what I'm saying? that too, because I had a point about her. But, but like you, you see what I'm saying? Because like, again, what I said earlier, people don't have no problem. You know what I'm saying? They don't have no problem with a sexually liberated woman, as long you know. And I agree with you in that point. They don't have a problem with a sexually liberated woman as long as they fucking them, right? But as soon as a sexually liberated woman or a woman you think is a hoe don't want to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Shit, shit switch up because it's like, damn, in your head, you're like, damn, this bitch fucking everybody. But she don't want to fuck me? What the fuck? You know what? I look better than Tony. I look better than Tony. I know you let that nigga hit type shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm What's funny, Calvin? Like, it's I, so funny yeah. that you mentioned that, right? I mm-hmm. recently actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about it because fuck it. Why not? I was, I was a couple weeks ago, I was dating a guy. And I was very, very explicit with him about, like, my sexuality. Because I don't think it's anything to hide. I am who I am. And this is a part of me. 
it's not me in totality, but also let's get it. I like to have the conversation so we can get out the way. You get your fetishizing, fetishizes about me out the way so you can actually like get to know me if that's what we choose to do, right? And I ended up stopped talking to this man literally because he said, I can't take a bisexual woman serious. Yeah, I remember you talked about it on the podcast. Like we had a whole discussion right. about that on the podcast. Right. And like he and he and you know what I'm saying? Like he he was kinda like, oh, like you be on that gay shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and he wanted you to kind of like cattow and beg and all that shit. Bend the knee. Yeah, you you, you fucking that. whore. Like, and then that's exactly how he treated You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of so go ahead. Go it ahead, made me feel, point, right? but I don't know if it oh, makes no, no, you no. Point. It reminds me of his reaction. Because there's a there's a part two. I forgot that I talked to y'all about that. So y'all just have to excuse me. But the part two about that. I know is, we talked about we talked about the short term memory loss and shit. That's I had. You thank you. Like, hey, Hold me down. We talked about this. Hold me down, right? <laughs> so I was talking to so mind you, I, I clearly I stopped talking to this man. Obviously, there's that was literally the only thing to do. We have nothing else to talk about. I'm gay. You're not. What else is there to say to each other, right? So he was like, he hits me up, and it was very you know, y'all know that the 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 soft hit up. Let me see if I still got it like that. Let me see if I still have access. Like, y'all niggas do it all the fucking time. Like, let me just, let me see. Let me test the waters, right? So he hit me up with a very soft, hey, girl, how's it going? How dare you get over me until I allow you to, motherfucker? How dare the fuck I move with you? on, right? So. The fuck? You don't move on until I'm ready. The fuck? What's, come on, man. You don't move on until I'm married, bitch. You stay single until I'm already, yeah. That kind of That kind and of And even shit. then. So then. And even then, if I get, get angry. Better hit me back. Answer my fucking call, motherfucker. Period. Y'all niggers are sick. Niggers, hardy are, are fucking sick. Anyway, so he hits me up and he was just like, hey, you know, the, the, the soft check-in. And I'm like, hey, girl, what's going on? What do you need? And he goes, so he hit me. His text message to me was sex with a question mark. I left it on right. <laughs> I left it on right. So then he calls me. Calvin, okay. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yes, it's fucking hilarious. This nigga just shot from the other. This nigga shot from the half court. Oh it's funny. God. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> this nigga just hit you. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, it's this. Oh, he is fucking this, cracking, nah. ladies and gentlemen. Listen, 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 Linda. Listen. Um, I am not laughing at you. I am laughing at him because the nigga had the audacity <laughs> to just hit you with sex. Question: No finesse. No, no Calvin, it gets better. No... Cal, go ahead. Go right? ahead. So then, go of ahead. course, I don't respond to that dumbass shit. Number one, you ain't got it like that. Number one, you definitely don't got it like that. And number two, you know, just nah, bro. Like even even if I was available, that's not how you do that. That's not how you do that. So moving on, he called me, right? And he was just like, you know, I was trying to fuck with you. Like, I thought we were still friends. And I was like, I don't fuck my friends. So wh- what are you saying? It, remind, it, it reminds me, remember, uh, it's either finding, I think it's finding Nemo, where it's like, fish are our friends, not, not food. food. Fish are friends, <laughs> like, not food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was just like, all right. I was like, well, we are friends. I just don't fuck my friends. So do you want to? And I asked him straight up. I was like, do you want to be my friend, or do you still want access to fuck me? And he was like, I mean, I don't see why we can't fuck. 
This is what I said to him, Calvin. Now hold your applause, ladies and gentlemen, because you guys would be extremely proud of me. Okay? I told him this. I said, it's not that I don't have an issue with casual sex. Obviously, I don't. The issue that I have is that you're trying to separate your sexual activities with me from my actual sexuality, and it doesn't work like that. I said, I'm bis- I am a very, very proud bisexual woman. Yeah, I'm in my bag, and I'm in hers too, okay? So, like, what? You can't separate that from me. I said, fucking me is also fucking my sexuality. And you have clearly have an issue with the fact that I'm bisexual. So why would I ever grant you access to me again? He's like, well, you fucking everybody else. And I said, yeah, I fuck men who would, who would. I said, absolutely. <laughs> I, I said, I absolutely am. Oh, this nigga's, this nigga's so Oh, he's hurt her. Oh, shit. So we got off the phone, right? Oh. So we got off the phone. Calvin, I bullshit you now. I got hit with two back-to-back paragraphs talking about some. If you were just, he said, if you were using girls for play, that would be, I might be able to take you serious, but you're, this is actually your lifestyle. I never text him back because I said what I said. Okay. The sec, then he sends me another paragraph and he goes, I mean, you don't have a problem fucking other niggas casually. I don't see what's the problem with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I had to call on our mother God and ask him strength from heavens above not to cuss this nigga out. You want to know what I did, Calvin? He said. What you do, friend? Nothing. I did nothing. So you want to know how fast the universe works? Because hold on, this story gets better. Uh-huh. We haven't even peaked Oh, yet. oh, shit. We haven't peaked Oh, yet. shit. So, Sunday. This is still foreplay. This is still foreplay. You know, this okay. is still foreplay. We're getting to intercourse now, ladies and gentlemen, all right? So I'm minding my business all and right. a little bit of everybody else. And I walk into Cobblestone with my dog because I took my, pup, I, my mom's dog to Washington Park. Okay, I was about to have more. No, I don't have a dog. I, I stole my mom. My mom has a short key that I'm in love with. So I stole him for a couple days. You know, girls get lonely too. So I had my short key. I took my baby mm-hmm. for a walk and we just enjoyed, you know, enjoyed the city. Right. So I'm walking past Cobblestone in order to get to my car. And I decided to stop in and grab a quick one. Right. How about, you know, his friend group is there. His friend. Like, me and him have a mutual friend, and he's sitting in Cobblestone. So he's like, yo, what's up with you and Shorty? And I'm just like, ask him. And I left it there. Like, I'm not going to air that man out. Me and you aren't friends like that. You're more friends with him than you are me. Talk to your mans about that, right? So he was just like, oh, I heard what happened. I said, okay, so what happened? He goes, you're gay. And he doesn't want to deal with a gay woman. I don't think the problem is. I said, you niggas don't listen for shit. I am not gay. I'm bisexual. And had that nigga grown some balls, he would have had two bitches. Now he has none. Run tell that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know. Oh, God. Sometimes you know, self-care is cussing niggas out. Uh, fair, I guess. You know what? Listen, I can't cape for the nigga because he ain't keeping player. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if he listens or not. And if he does listen, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't think he, he, he listens. I don't think um, he <laughs> Even if he did, his fuck. friends listen. I don't. Play this in the car. I don't give a fuck. Play this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he like, I I always look at goals and objectives, and it's kind (laughs) of like what. (laughs) That's that's a Capricorn in me. You feel me? I need goals and objectives, and I just like what is your objective, and and what is the best way to reach your objective? And if your objective is to continue fucking with this woman, there's just ways that you can go about it that ain't that. You feel me? Like, listen. I too, once upon a time, sent a wild ass, risky ass text message. 
But mine at least had a little bit of flair to it. You know what I'm saying? I try to present my dick as a... And I think that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I try to present my dick as a a present, as an offering. You didn't even try to like... Dress it up and make it real for me. You didn't even like, hey, I want to take you to dinner and like finesse me out my drawers through the night. No, you put your dick on the table, blasted as fuck, and what? And thinking I'm supposed to do what? The work? Bitch, have you met me? Suck it. He wanted you to suck him also. So this brings me back. He wanted you to suck the gummy worm. <laughs> Niggas are so disrespectful. The only oh. person that I'm sucking on soft belongs to me, okay? Listen, if she sucking you on soft, she love you. <laughs> love, that is love. Do you know what flaccid dick tastes like, Calvin? No, it tastes, I do not. It tastes like locked, y'all. It sounds like I'm going to be here in it, okay? <laughs> what the fuck? I like my dicks like easy bake ovens, okay? But that shit gets hard on me. I don't want to wait more than five minutes for hard dick. That means that we need to be visiting a doctor about your issue. I don't. Or, or, don't. or, hold on, hold on. It could also be that you just not turning them on because you're not doing the right thing. See, I can't just let you get that off as if, you know what I'm saying, if he not getting hard for now, you, Calvin. if he not, listen, listen, because again, I I can only let you not bash niggas for so long before like an instinct comes in. I'm just like, hold on, wait a minute. You feel me? Now, men want to be wind and dine and, and please too. I'm an you advocate for treating like, men like bad bitches. I love it. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. (laughs) Calvin is a sweat bag. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to sound sleazy, but tease. I need you to understand. I am, I am, I am reformed. Thank you very much. (laughs) Beloved came through with the holy water, huh? I have left that life behind me. And I'm on a new path towards righteousness. Listen, do you understand? Beloved me? came through with the holy water. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> there's some hoes. This, this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes. Also, them using them using that sample is cheating. I don't give a fuck. Like you not can't make a bad. First of all, niggas do that it, shit it's, all it's the good time. Cheating. It's good cheating. It's good cheating though, because when I say when I say them using that sample is cheating, what I mean. Is like it's extremely hard to make a bad song with that sample. You feel what I'm saying? Like just like just like you know, every song that samples "Peace of My Love" is hard. Same thing applies. Like you gotta really try to fuck up. There's there's some holes in this house as the sample. You gotta try. Okay, to fuck so it hear up. me you out. Feel me? Okay, because before we get long winded, I do want to touch on one thing. One one thing. What's up? Mm-hmm. The Actually, two things. A, and I think we we did touch on it. I'm just saying it. A huge, screaming, flaming, large, and in charge, fuck you to anybody that had found something negative to say. And when I mean reached in the depth of their soul to attack not only just this record, but the women behind it, like, my nigga, there are a bunch of things that you can do. And hating is one of them that you could have just kept to yourself. Especially because of this, right? I think that, not to go off on a tangent, but fuck it, this is my podcast. Um, the part that irritates me about women's liberation and empowerment is that y'all really have this very, very narrow view about what women's rights and what women empowerment and women liberation looks like. And it irritates me. Because my bad bitch, my, my bad bitch is multifaceted. 
There are some days where my bad bitch shows up like Erica Badu. There are some days where my bad bitch shows up like a city girl. On both days, I am a bad bitch. And truth be told, listen, Erica Badu, the city girls, and Janae Aiko, and all of them, they all same type of woman. They just one of them just burns incense, and the other one just you know what I'm saying burns weed. Drinks, 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 do something. It's the same One drinks kombucha. So my bad bitch does not show up for incense. My bad bitch does not show up like Kamala Harris, but she's still a bad bitch, and so am I. And I'm really, really irritated about the fact that like we see women in as multifaceted as black women are in order for them to be quote unquote respected, especially in the, this rap industry, quote unquote, we're going to touch on the rap girl. My next point touches on the rap girls right now, but like, Oh oh yeah. We about to argue. Oh yeah. We're we're absolutely getting ready to argue, but like, because their women's liberation shows up as popping pussy and scamming niggas and it doesn't show up as like a no name does. No. And that's not a dick then automatically we assume that no name is of substance and a Cardi B is not. And I'm tired of that. I'm really, really tired of that. Hey, I don't even assume. No, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep my negative comments listen, about no name to myself. Why do y'all assume that no name doesn't pop pussy? Why do y'all just because I, that's not I what don't, she rapped I about? I don't assume. I don't, first of all, she did rap about She's rapped about sucking dick in a couple of songs. She, a couple I just of don't songs. personally... But I, I just don't personally like no name for other reasons. Not that she a woman or she rapped about pussy or rap. No, no, no. no name just annoys like, the fuck out of me annoying. for other for yeah, a lot of other like, reasons. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. No name That's is annoying for a lot of other reasons. But her artistry is not something I would attack, nor is it comparable to a Megan. Totally different lane. And women and rounding out to our next topic. The women, the rap girls are out rapping you niggas, out laughing you niggas, out creating you niggas by landslide about talking about that's just not and talking about that actually belongs to them now listen calvin you're a numbers guy i get it you're a numbers guy (laughs) i get it but to be honest with you a well millie is going to catch my attention and get my support faster than a ymb nba cardi somebody's rainbow colored child that's fine and that's fine. Music is subjective by nature. I listen. I've always said that I know I'm not the target audience for these rap girls. I, they have I, not been cool rapping for I'm you niggas it. at all, though, and that's what I love. These rap girls are not Let rapping for the for mega, niggas at all. It's not for your gaze. It's not for your taste nor your attention. And I love it. I love it. Let me. Well, Millie raps like an then, angry Susie Carmichael, and I am here for it. Let me finish. Go ahead, friend. Anyways. I know I ain't take target audience. I'm, I'm cool with that. But I'm also, but because of that, I'm not really checking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like I'm not as hyped, you know what I'm saying? Like, for 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 that as y'all are. And that's fine. Right. Also, I think what, what's happening right now. Um, okay. So, in sports, they call it the spud web. Uh, you know, corollary. So, because Spud Web, so for example, Spud Web was a short ass nigga. Spud Web was like five five, and he was, but he was dunking and shit. Right. So, it, everything he did looked more impressive because he was short. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. And so we, so now because the women are out rapping expectations. Like they are, they are doing more than previous generations for the most part. And for the most important thing is they're showing a lot more unity than previous generations. 
Shout out to Little Kim versus Foxy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, like, for a long time, we was told there, only, there has to be one female rapper. And, and so they are showing, they are showing un- power and unity, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, because of that, it, they, are, they are doing better than what they have been doing. But as far as, like, outdoing, it's they are starting from such a, 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 a not a negative place, but such a such a deficit that they're not they haven't caught up yet. They are like making ground in some aspects, but also it's still for short pure numbers of rappers hits, like all of the analytics shit, and also just the fact that like there's still a lot more nigga rappers out here. That's what my point is. It's like the girls are doing their thing. I'm not hating on the girls. Like the girls are doing their thing. Honestly, I hope they one blood remix the fuck out of this <laughs> song. Listen, I hope every I hope every rap chick besides Rhapsody and No Name get on this. You know what I'm saying, John? I want I want Mulatto. I want Familia. I want the City Girls. I want all the dolls. I want. I want you know what I'm saying? I want. I, I want. I don't them even all. know who that is. You know who I want. You know what? I want Young M.A. on it. I, I want, want Young May on it because she's going to flip the shit. You want she's going to flip the I fuck want, out of that shit. You want to know who I want to remake this so bad because it's still going to be about women? Like, and women empowerment and supporting women because that's just who, what he does. That's what he raps about. I would love a Partisan Fontaine remix to Wet Ass Pussy. I would eat, like, he would eat that. That nigga right now in his day-to-day rap raps about fucking tricking off on women any fucking way. He would eat that record alive. <laughs> he speaks, he part- speaks to you. Yes. Partisan Fontaine put out an entire album of Instagram quotes for women. You know what I'm saying? So like, so, so I guess my point is so like, yeah, the rap girls are doing more, but because they, because historically they have been so accustomed to confined to doing less that it, it looks more outsized and it looks like they're taking over the game. And they're just shitting on but everybody. Many, let's but it's be, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's, uh, but and you're gonna say, let's be honest. Like, like they're not. Like there, there's like on every again because music's subjective. So for you, of course they are because again, you finally have a lot of people rapping to you, and so I'm not hating on that. The problem, the issue is, is like when we look at it at a holistic thing, we're still not. Besides Cardi and Nicki. They're still not doing the numbers of the male artists. But honestly, like, a lot of we, these women are getting their, they are breaking out. And that's my point. And where I'm talking about the way that these girls are breaking out. Now, mind you, I, I listen to women in rap. I listen to girl rappers. So these, some of these girls are not new to me, like Mulatto and, you know, our Flo Millies. Like, I was a Megan fan before Megan. You know what I'm saying? Before Megan became this household name that she is now. And that's not, to me, like, and I hate when niggas be like, oh, I knew these niggas before then. But I'm, I'm saying that because I'm a fan, and I'm glad that, that people are finally catching on to the things that I've seen in these women for a while now. I think, but we're also not going to say that the hoops and creativity and the, the, the rollout behind these women has to be consistently perfect and we are constantly lazy when it comes to male talent. Do it's but lazy. Also, Calvin, but we don't we, we don't we're not gonna look we're not looking for fucking eight counts from niggas. Like why? No you don't want a nigga who's going to eight count we've you know what I'm saying? But why like, are we looking from why but why are we looking from artistry? Like women rappers have to have the entire package in order to even get an ounce of attention because of how rigged like you just explained 
how rigged that this game actually is. But when it comes to these niggas, no, we're not looking for eight counts. We're not looking for that from, from men. And in my head, it reads as, so you don't want these niggas to have anything besides a couple lyrics and a couple and a catchy beat. It comes across lazy and it comes across as if the standard and the, the way that the bar is set for women and men is completely different. I, and, it, and, it, it's, and, it's, and that's the, and the game is rigged. So yeah, a lot of these girls are newer as in comparison to your YNBAs and whatever. Like, your melody, whatever these men are, I'm not going to take the time to know them because they don't, they don't make music. I'm too old for that shit. But like, for me, I do, like, I'm just looking at the way it's set up. There's still misogyny and, and, and a lot of sexism. And let's not talk about the colorism that comes into play when we speak about women in rap. And the only time we, we want to quote unquote, and the same niggas talking about, I want to hear some women's empowerment shit from women. Why can't they rap like the Latifas and the thises and the Thirds and the Missies? And it's like, hey, both of those women were extremely sexual. They were just bigger. And Missy being a dark skinned woman, woman is the reason why y'all didn't take her lyrics about sex theory. She literally has a song called One Minute Man. Y'all think Missy don't know shit about fucking? Ladies Night. Featured all the rappers that you just compared these new generation girls to. And it was talking about fucking they niggas after having a women's night out. Like, are y'all not listening to the things that you say before you say them? Or, and, and honestly, it's a lot less worse to just say, I don't like women or I don't like women rappers. Say it with your chest. And I would respect, I would respect that over you playing in my face about respectability politics that do not exist for men. So yeah, when I tell you that the women rappers are coming harder, I mean that shit because honestly, these niggas don't have to do that, don't have to do an ounce or put in an ounce of work that these women have to in order to get half the recognition. So hell yeah, they are better. All right, girl. Whatever. Okay, like, sis. I, like, sure. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I say that because I think, again, music is subjective. And I'm going to end up like this. Music is subjective. And things hit different for different people. So I'm not hating on what the shit hit harder for you. Because obviously, you know what I'm saying? You identify with it more. Cool. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. Again, I look at things on, on a more holistic view. And I'm just like, you, 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 we choose to, and even in male rap and male R&B, we choose to ignore the people doing the artistry or doing the shit because it doesn't fit in with the narrative that we're trying to fit in, you and know, I, we're trying to push. And I agree with you. And, and so that's why I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what? Like, I'm not really, I'm not trying to argue you down about liking the women. I'm just saying like, I look in, the seeing both sides of the argument always sucks with me, but I'm just like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as as long as your argument is, is based more in subjectivity than shit that can actually be prove, be proven true or false, I'm with it. Okay, I, I can agree to that. Next up, um, actually, I think this is a perfect segue because you talked about there's a fine line between attractive masculinity and toxic masculinity, and get into that, Calvin. What you mean? <laughs> so um i was thinking about like you know i was i was on the timeline minding my business and others you feel me <laughs> minding my and, business and others is perfect and and you and you see a lot and you see a lot of people a lot of women say like i just love it when a nigga take charge and just you know what i'm saying like playing the shit and tell me what you know what i'm saying tell me what to do and i just love it when he, i know 
I know he got me and all, you know what I'm saying? And all of that, which is great. I'm not going to tell nobody they can't like what they like, but you feel me? Right. But it's very the fine line between a nigga taking charge and then a nigga being controlled. I and agree with a fine that. Line between, there's a fine line between like someone who could put you in your place and then someone who's verbally abusive. There's a fine line between someone like, I'll shoot this whole bitch up and then you also are one of the people he wants to shoot up. Like, you know, there's a fine <laughs> line here and I think and, like, if we being honest, a lot of the shit that, like, when I say attractive mainstream masculinity, we're talking about you want a nigga who is going to pay for, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm, like, you know, stereotyping, but, you know, whatever. You want a nigga who's going to pay for things, who's going to take care of you, who's not going to make sure you lack for shit, who's not going to make sure you need for shit, who's going to take charge, who's going to take plans, who's going to take initiative, all that shit. And, again, that's your prerogative. You like what you like. I'm not hating on it. Right. But there's also a fine line between someone who then uses his money to control you because I agree with that. Oh, baby, you don't need to work. You don't, you baby, you don't need to work and turn into bitch. What you gonna do without me? You broke. Versus, oh, he gonna take charge. I like that shit. Turns into like I think this is how we're doing it. And, I'm the, gonna, and, and go ahead. Sorry. The fine line between that and like between a man who is a leader. And a man who is genuinely like controlling is his approach. And I had to learn because I was in a relationship where honestly, that's how my abusive relationship started out. It started off as, oh, you don't need to work. Don't worry about that. And then it started off as, and then it trickled into, okay, we'll go back to school. I'll pay for it. And then he got caught up doing some shit. I held him accountable. And then that's when it started to become, okay, well, I do what the fuck I want to do. I'm paying for him. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And this is why, for me, even if I had a man that was like, you don't have to work, it would be, it would be a lot, we would have to be together a while before I would ever just be okay and secure in that. Because it's hard to fake the funk over 10 years. What, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it and so that's that. what I mean by that. It's like, and, and also I think like, so that's what I mean by that, right? It's like the same thought process. It's a, it's a it's a crazy balance that I think a, that a lot of men have to try to achieve, right? Because right. you can't be we are we and also on the on the inverse, we make fun of niggas who are too soft. We make fun of niggas who are you know always ask you what you want to do. Right. Make fun of niggas who you who you know what I'm saying want to sp- split things fifty fifty. Want to take you know what I'm saying like all that shit. So it's like it's a balance of what we're asking. And I'm not asking this for like. Oh, what was me? Or like, oh, feel sorry for me. But it's but we gonna keep it a hundred. It's a very fine line. It's a balance that you asking niggas from being masculine without being to- having toxic masculinity, misogyny, patriarchy, all of that. And because a lot of the thought process that we idolize are also internalized misogyny, misogyny, and internalized right. patriarchy. And a lot we of we idolize the nigga who's like gonna tell you if if I tell you shut the fuck up. Because like you bugging right now, it's like you, you, I'm I'm wilding on you, but she was also like, oh, I'm a little turned on, like that type shit. But see, you know what I'm saying? Mm, so, it's like, all problematic to me. That part is problematic. Because don't get me wrong, I date men who they're not controlling because that's where the moment that you I see an ounce of like, oh, this nigga's controlling, I'm out because that's how it, I, I I'm triggered. I can no longer physically, I won't ever be able to be around you ever again physically, ever. So, nah, because my body won't ever, I'll never be comfortable with you again. So I just, typically when I see stuff like that, I just automatically cut it off. But Jill Scott said it. If you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. 
if you can't, you can't. And a man with natural, like, natural assertiveness, natural alpha men that don't have to announce their prowess in order for you to know it's there. Yeah, that's the kind of man I'm talking about. It's you niggas that ain't never controlled shit, never had shit, never been the man, never been the big dog, always a little homie. Like, you niggas, you only are assertive with women. And I can tell. You're only that nigga when you're around a bunch of bitches. But let a real nigga step in the room, and all of a sudden your chest get a, gets a caving in. You's a bitch to me. And, and I'm so glad that I was raised by my daddy because I can smell you type of bitch-ass niggas a mile away. You're a bitch maid. Like, and I hate it. And a lot of women, and I can't lie, I fall for one. You caught me slipping once, okay, so what? But like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, once, you've, once you've experienced one bitch nigga, you'll never get with another one. You'll never do it. You'll smell bitches from a mile away. So Calvin, I get like I completely agree with you. And a lot of times, controlling men are hyped up by also very controlling homeboys. Y'all running packs. Abusive men pretty much beget abusive men. You don't feel like again. That's another. That's another another episode long topic. Because it's okay. So I look at it like this, right? Um, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like. You can kind of, I agree with you on you can tell the real from the fake, right? You can tell the niggas who like, man, that nigga three years younger than you, but he big bro because he got money. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Cool. That nigga your OG, but you've known him for a year at most. Okay. Nigga group Whatever. male groupies are my favorite. I love a good nigga groupie. Yeah. I love it. Your big dog, your big homie is got on Ferragamo and you are wearing lacrosse. I love it. Nah, it's not even. It, listen, you. It's just. It's you can see the ugliness a mile away, but I. But it, that's not necessarily my point. We know them niggas. You feel me? Like you can eyeball most of them. You can niggas. eyeball her. It's. <laughs> but but it's. It, I'm speaking more towards the niggas who are like trying, and who's like who's trying to be more understanding about the women's liberation, and who's trying to kind of unlearn some of the shit that was taught to them. But it's also, you, it's like, but also I can't get too soft. You know what I'm saying? Because women have a tendency to, te- again, you said it too. Women have a tendency to see how much shit they can get away with. Oh, I do it all the time. And there's a, fi- and there's a fine line between, like, letting her have her agency and then letting her run over you. And, and that line can, like, vary. And it's also very confusing to, to kind of figure out, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like. Am I wilding for like stopping this shit and like and letting her know, or am I not wilding? So that's what I'm talking. About. I'm talking about the internal struggle because it's like, look, I I want you to do you and be happy and like have your own agency, but also like for certain things you got me fucked up. You know what I mean? It's like or like I want listen. You want me to take chance, take charge, make plans, help tell us what we're gonna do, but also I don't want to get to a point where it's like. He never asked me what I want. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm talking about. We not, listen, the bitch nigga's gonna be the bitch nigga until the bitch niggas die out. Period. You feel me? And like, a, a bitch nigga, a bitch ass nigga gonna marry, bitch ass bitch nigga gonna have bitch ass kids. Like, you know <laughs> it what? is what it is. Bitch ass niggas do cohabitate with hoes. Ho ass bitches. Let me say that because I like hoes. I don't bitch like Bitch ass you. niggas are hoe Bitch ass niggas and hoe ass bitches marry Mark ass kids. Mar- make Mark ass kids. Mark ass kids that my kid is pretty much gonna pick off. 
I'm not gonna hold y'all. Like my kid, I want my kid to throw your kid in a locker. I absolutely like, you, you do want locker. my kid to throw your kid in a locker because you were born a simp. And you have the audacity to procreate. I want my son to believe and, and, you. And, 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 and see, another thing we're talking about, like, there's a, there's, a, there's a line between, and I think a lot of times because the sip mostly, like, positively impacts a woman. So, but it's like, a, so sometimes when we say, like, nigga being a simp, it's not because he's, like, a feminist or, like, he's saying a good point. It's like, fam, we know you're just tweeting this You want to know who's a good like, guy? A lot, a lot, you want to know who's a great guy? A lot guy? of you niggas... Go ahead before I have my... Go ahead. A go great ahead. guy? You know who's a great guy but is a simp to me and there's no coming back from it? Like, every time he opens oh. up his mouth, popcorn falls out because he's such a fucking cornball-ass nigga. Oh. Russell Wilson. <laughs> It's, okay, I, so, so let's talk about it. I think the way that he treats Sierra is beautiful. I love mm-hmm. the husband and the father that he is to them three kids. He is a great man. That does not exalt him from being a fucking cornball, bro. Listen, I, we, and I think, I know for me personally, and for a lot of us, we was trying to tell you when, when, <laughs> that they, when he first started dating. We, no, so, here's a, so here's the issue, right? And because he's, I don't even necessarily think he's a simp because I feel like the way he talked to Sierra let me know that behind closed doors and shit, he'd be like handling Sierra a little bit. I mean, but I, I don't know that. But he know just, that. but he's just off, but he's also just, he's corny and he has been corny since he got into the league. And so a lot of, a lot of times, again, women don't pay attention to shit. Uh, women don't pay attention to shit till it matters to them. So we, so when, he got with Sierra and then a lot for a sizable portion of black women who don't watch sports. That was our first introduction with him. Mm. And you see how he's treating her and you see the love that she is getting, especially contrast to future. You're like, why are you calling him corny? Are you calling him corny? Cause he's treats his wife. Well, and we, and we again, tried forever to say, no, that's not it. We calling him corny because he's corny. We calling him corny because he gives himself nicknames like Mr. Unlimited. Like, we're calling him corny because, like, that's why we're calling him corny. We're not calling him corny because how he treats his girl. We're calling him corny because he just is. And because, again, y'all just saw the, 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 the relationship shit, it turned into a whole thing. It was like, fam, like, no, he's No, he's corny. a fucking he was, he, he, he was Russell Wilson is a like, fucking he, He's a great husband. He's an amazing dad. A great husband. Beautiful Great father. father. All that shit. But he a corny nigga. Corny I just like, ass. Oh, Nigga. But you see what I'm saying? There's a fine line between someone who's trying to be emotionally intelligent and understand his woman to being a simp. Like there's a right. fine line there too. So it's like you're trying to you're trying to find a balance. And I struggle with this a lot. Even in my current, you know what I'm saying, my current relationship, I struggle with this a lot. Because I'm like, I you know what I'm saying? If I could tell you what to do, I can tell you what to do. I can, and I know I have that, but it's also you can't pull that car for everything. Right. You know I mean? It's kind of like a draw four. Like, if I pull this bitch, I better pull this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I'm from, we was taught, don't, if you're going to show the gun, shoot it. You feel me? Don't just, right. pull, don't, just show, don't just pull the bitch out. That's how I feel. So it's like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't trip out on everything or I can't try to put my foot down or try to get all, no, this will be going to do with everything because then it loses its effect. But right. it's also like, I don't want, you know, and, and I'm not even saying she does anything to make me think this way, but it's also like, I don't want you to ever think like you can get away with anything to me. 
Because right. the moment you think you can get away with everything to me, I already lost you. Right. And even at, at that point, you don't respect me no more. And we, I, I got to end this before it gets worse. Ain't nothing more depressing than seeing a nigga in a relationship with a girl who no longer respects him. Ooh. It is the most depressing. It's, it's like looking at a car accident, just seeing how she just emasculates this nigga. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, and this is supposed to be on your best behavior. Bitch, we in public. I can't imagine what you're doing to this nigga behind closed doors. My nigga. Every, I see this shit. Women like in, that. In privilege. <laughs> Some of this shit reminds me. You remember that scene out of The Best Man where Shelby walks in? And she's like, Julian! <laughs> that reminds me of that kind of shit. Shelby walked all over that. A lot of you niggas are dating Shelby. <laughs> and you, you see what I'm saying? But it's also like, if you bug back too hard at a Shelby, now you the bad guy. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a fine line. Because, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, she's still a woman. So it's like, you can only bug back so much to a woman. Right. You feel me? And so, like, for example, or like, if a nigga says some, sli- say some slick shit, Niggas say some slick shit to me, I can punch him in the face. I can't do that. Or, I want y'all to start, just please start leaving these women where they stand. Because I see a lot of y'all like, these women will turn up and pound. And y'all want to know what y'all dumbasses do? Chase them. Put a ring on it. Stop it. And marry these hoes. Y'all fucking marry women who think it's okay to be you. Nigga, where's y'all self-esteem? But honestly, anyway. I think a lot of a, a lot we can talk about this all day. But a lot of times, the self esteem is beaten out of these niggas, literally, literally and figuratively, is beaten out of these really niggas. Sad. I'd be sad. Where, 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 where they don't think they them niggas no more. And I, this is part of my toxic trait. I feel like every you should always be scared of losing your partner. Just, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. that that partner may not leave. But you still know, and he still know, and she still know that, like, they that nigga, they that bitch. And, like, at any given point in time, they can go be that nigga, be that bitch with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why you got to have a healthy fear. Like, damn, if I'm not on my game, I'm a loser. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's my toxic trait, because that's probably not healthy, but we're here. Right. So, moving on to Calvin, explain the sports. You have two major conferences. Two major conferences postponing college sports. All right, so boom. <laughs> and Calvin explains sports. Um, talk about the pandemic, right? So the Big Ten, which includes my favorite team, Ohio State, and the Pac-12, so think USC, US- UCLA, schools out west, have decided to postpone all of their fall sports until 2021, which includes college football. So this is big. No pun intended for a lot of reasons. A, college football is the moneymaker for a lot of these D1 colleges. Like, they bring in the most money. For example, Ohio State's football team, not the school, it's football team. If if you were able to sell Ohio State's football team, it'd be worth a billion dollars. Probably. Not even probably, like, they did the numbers. Again, I'm a numbers guy. They did the numbers. It's worth, like, at least a million dollars. You feel me? So we're talking, like, huge amounts of revenue that go to everything else. So a lot of the college, collegiate sports, they are what's called non-revenue sports, 
which means they spend more money than they bring in. You know how we talk about how the WNBA loses money every year? No shade to mm-hmm. the WNBA? Same. So, like, all your fencing, all of your, like, hockey, all of your, like, cross-country, track and field, all of those, like, sports lose money every year because they're not, you're not really selling tickets to, to the Big Ten fencing tournament. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty much your mom, your dad, and whoever you fucking is going to be there. <laughs> like, that's it. Basically. Ver- versus you go to Ohio Stadium and there's 105,000 people who all right. pay for tickets. You see right. the difference? So right. it's a big revenue maker. And so when you postpone it due to the coronavirus, you're taking away, put it like this, the money they make from college football pays for everything else, pretty much. And you combine that with the fact they already lost the, their biggest money maker for college basketball in March Madness. So a lot of these, so a lot of these schools are out tens of millions of dollars. Like for example, so, yeah. Akron University, University of Akron has cut several colleges because they can't afford to pay the teachers because they didn't have any sports revenue coming in. Okay, go ahead with your point before I continue. It just sounds like a lot of these schools are like athletic teams, and they sell studying on the side. Like actually for, getting for, degrees, for, the side hustle. For, for uh, again, and it, I know you don't watch the sports, but you're correct in a lot of that, especially for, like, the big-time schools like Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, USC. Like, you know what I mean? They're able to pay for their academics through what they make from college sports. And also, another thing is, another thing is like this, and this, this is part of the reason they shut down. They didn't even really shut down due to the pandemic. They shut down because they didn't want to pay the players. Because... Right. So, so in, a, in, a, in somewhere like Ohio State, Ohio State, even though, or Miami, even, even though people are moving into their dorms, all of their classes are remote and online. So there's very little in-person teaching going on right now because the pandemic is still crazy. You have, you have, you have people literally moving up their schedules so, so that way when you go home for final break, you just go home. You're going for Thanksgiving break. You just stay home and you take all your finals online. So, so it's hard to it's hard to make all of those adjustments for students and then tell the students who just happen to be on the football team, "Hey, we need y'all niggas in camp, in the dorms at practice, right. like, and and then not pay them niggas. Like, you are you are, if, if if it's too you know what I'm saying if it's too risky for you to have normal college life." This, the, it, but it's not too risky for you to have the football team back on campus practicing in pads and contact and shit. Right. You have and a hard why, time so, selling. You have a hard time saying that, oh, they don't deserve to be paid. They don't deserve to be paid. That like was exactly my next point. Student athletes. They absolutely deserve to be paid. They absolutely and deserve so, to be paid. We can and honestly so what happened, wrap it right there because they happened, actually deserve to yeah. be paid. And so what happened, here's what happened. And here's a final point. So the Big Ten and Pac-12 and other, other schools in like what's called the Power Five conferences. So think the biggest conference is a mainstream player. So think, you know, how you, got, you know how you got your little like indie rappers and then you got your Travis Scott's and Kanye's and Meg's and Cardi's? This, right. is, this is that. So they all came together with like a list of like demands. Like they want to unionize and they want like 
us, they want to split up the profits. So you know what I'm saying? They want, you know what I'm saying? Because again, they basically they want hazard pay. Like you out here putting Period. your life on the line, they want hazard pay. And 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 them school and the conference was like, hey dog, if that's what y'all want, we could just not play this shit for real, for real. And so it's frustrating as I'm a huge college football fan. So it's frustrating because I don't get to see a team who's going to be really good this year. So remember how that rumor about how Beyonce mm-hmm. was planning on going on tour and it got canceled during the, because of the pandemic and, how, and right. how salty you felt? That's how I feel right now. It feels like Beyonce was about to go on tour and I, it got canceled. Like, like, we was a title favorite. Like, we was one of the top two to three niggas who, to win this bitch this year. And we can't now because of this. So I'm hurt. I'm a little sad. If, if I'm an extra, if I'm a little extra irritable, that's, that's why. Because like COVID took everything from me, and <laughs> and it feels fucked I up mean, because football had the benefit of time. This shit right. popped off in March, so so it it halted the seasons of hockey, basketball, baseball because they are already in season. Football had ended. It was an offseason football. So football had five months to kind of plan how to deal with the shit. To 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 give them a little bit of a, of a credit, they probably didn't think we would still be in such bad shape in five months, especially because no one else in the, the the free world is. Right. But you had five months to kind of plan for some shit, and you wasted all of it, and now we ass out. So it's, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. I understand. I absolutely understand. Well, Calvin, don't kill me. What's up? But <sighs> do you want to end this on a positive note? <laughs> um, uh, positives, positives. Um, okay. I, I seem to be the, neg- the negative Nancy of the group right now. Um, positive. You know, you know what? Here's a positive. Here's a positive. Um. No matter how tough life gets, life goes on. If you, and, and if you are still here with us five months into this pandemic, you are blessed. You are highly favored. Um, if, if the worst thing that's happened to you is that you've had to cancel some vacations and you've had to work from home, you are blessed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this in some toxic positivity thing where it's like, oh, if you're not dead, like cheer up and get over it. Like, I know I am. I am. I am the team leader of hashtag this shit sucks. This fucking shit sucks. But I'm also a realist in the sense of it. We it could be so much worse, y'all. And if the only thing that's impacted you is that you've had to cancel some trips. And you've had to work from home. And like at this point, fam, half the half the country, half the country has had to have a quarantine birthday at this point. Like a lot of you Leos were laughing at the <laughs> A lot of you Leos are laughing at the Aries and the Tauruses. It's like, hey, hey, you gotta be spending your birthday in the house and look at you also spending your birthday in the house. Um, you know, I always had to throw in some little Leo slander because fuck them niggas. Um, I fuck Leos. I've never met a Leo I like. Actually, no, I can't. You know what I'm saying? You met a couple. Uh, I married a a couple. That's where I fucked up. That's where I fucked up. Ain't no one one tell you to do that. Ain't no one tell you to do that stupid shit. But back to my back to the positivity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, take take take. Understand that yes, this shit sucks. 
this shit sucks, but we are still here. And for that, that is something to be thankful for. That's Ironically, Calvin, that if I'm thinking how I'm thinking and this shit shakes out how like I feel like it's going to shake out for me, I'm going to somehow end up marrying a Scorpio. And that would be... Ugh. The universe would be we gotta, funny. We oh, the universe would the, be the, We got to sage the wedding room. If you marry a Scorpio, we just got to sage the wedding. Like, as a whole. That Make, would like, be have some your crystals, shit. Have your crystals. We going to all do our aromatherapy as, as, as your bridal and groom party because if also the universe works out the way I think it might work out, I might fuck around and be on the bridal party and the groom party because... No, 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 there's a couple. There's a couple people that if y'all ed- ever got together, I would have to just sit in the middle and just be on both sides. <laughs> but you that's actually end up having to walk me down the aisle and hold the ring type shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus oh, just, Christ, just crying on, just crying on both sides. Like, just no. you know oh mean? my god, um, Calvin! Continue. If you're not I'll in my I'll bridal party, I'd be irritated. But that would be that's an argument for a different day, though. Um, so my positive note is, and my mom had to tell me this, especially when I was going through a really hard time. My mom said, she said this to me. She said, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel, but you have to go through it in order to get there. And that shit hit me. And it's crazy because she told me that. And I was like, maybe 20, 22, maybe. And she made me realize that like you can't stop you can't stop now you owe you to yourself to see yourself through whatever it is that you're going through you owe it to yourself at this point you went through this much what's the fucking worst that can happen the worst that can happen is that you get through it and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that you're almost there and it's okay to take a break it's okay to stop it's it no it's okay to break it's not okay to stop you owe it to yourself to see what you look like. Don't, on the other don't side. let me, don't let me, uh, don't let me start spitting poems and shit. Rest if you must, but don't you quit. Nicole, don't listen, I, I I know you this too, but we'll talk about why I know that later. Anyway, it's your girl Ali Nicole. It's your boy C Diddy. We are out. Peace. Peace. Baby, I'm a I'm gonna stop my spot. You caught a vibe, shooting shots. Why not tell me to thank you? Undo. Baby, I'm a do for you. I'm gonna stop my spot. You caught a vibe, shooting shots. Why not tell me to thank you?